And we are rolling. All right, so we've had, uh, oh, that was a lousy pop of the cap there. So podcast tonight, we are doing our Halloween cast. <laughs> it's October 28th, and we've been getting uh, chime in. So John McElfresh is not going to be here because he's at a Halloween party. So fuck him. Cameron <laughs> Vanderhurst is not here because he's at a Halloween party. So fuck him, too. The, uh, when was the last time Cameron was here? I think it was your last week, like when you weren't here. So oh, when I wasn't here. He's, his okay. voice is recorded in the device oh, in front of us right oh, now. Oh, okay, cool. Johnny McElfresh sent us all a picture of what I can just ex- think is a whole bunch of expanding foam product, yeah, looking like sure it's skewering him. He appears to be like being skewered. Ghost going through him, or something. whether it's a ghost going through him or it's a giant Q-tip <laughs> going through him. I can't for the life of me make out what he's like a second is. head. It does look like he has a second head, and then he has like some thing coming out of him. But yeah, and there you well, go. We all take head toys. He's got an that's, excellent, that's uh, sure. got an excellent expression on his face, though. And then Cameron Vanderhurst is wearing a red jacket, like a thriller jacket, and on the back is an entire huge back patch that says "Good for health, bad for education," with a uh, with a pill of some sort on the back. I don't know what that is, but I know he was trying to borrow goggles from me. Oh, so that might be part of the those costume. Millennials. Those millennials, it's some sort of a costume we don't get. And <laughs> Johnny Chrome is making arts and crafts over here. I heard I heard the sound of paper and crowns and I see a crown. I see a crown. Yeah. Well, I took a picture of it. It didn't come out really well, but Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Kenny Roberts. Yeah. The yeah. King. King Kenny. King Kenny. King Kenny. Who King Kenny? Checkers. There you go. Oh, man. So I, to my left is Johnny Chrome. <laughs> as, as he walks to your left. <laughs> to my future left. Okay. To your my future seat left. is to your left. My <laughs> seat is to my left, yes. And to his left. Dustin. And to his left. And Chris Smith. And to his left. Steve Hoffer. And Radio humble Center narrator. is your humble narrator, Phil Waters. So, yeah, we got to see a car fire on the way over here from the east side shop. And this Van, was a good Van, one. Van fire. Ford Explorer. Or, oh, well, okay, SUV fire. Ford Exploder. And it was really going, man. That was like... Oh, it was... You got your money's worth out of that one. The light was just <laughs> right, and the There was not were, one piece of that car that wasn't on fire. Right, and the cops were just showing up, so we snuck past before they did something crazy like stop all the traffic for safety. Yeah, or like close the highway. Say, close the freeway. <laughs> that's, it was, that's what I was worried about. That's a winner. I mean, what they're part of the highway was it on? It was Bratnall. So okay. it was yeah, by, right by Bratnall. Yeah, the, the walls of Bratnall. <laughs> and the thing was right up against the wall, and it was fucking fully lit up. And I mean, it was the good twelve foot flames. Big. Oh, it was there. it was huge. Yeah. It was it was it was not a small car fire. No, this was fully like getting it done. And you, there were you think it was intentional? Somebody ran away, set that baby on well, fire. Well, I didn't see any other. There were no civilians. So either they were inside enjoying the warmth, or they were <laughs> enjoying the warmth. <laughs> they fucking abandoned it. But uh, but in any case, it was a. That was a fucking bonzo fire. Man. Fucking explorer. Good. Years I mean, ago, on, when I was working shifts, yeah. the two guys from the shift were late. They came in and they said there's a car fire on two. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get the person. They were there. They got there right when it started burning. <clears throat> oh, really? They couldn't get the, the car. She hit something. Yeah. The car was crushed. Ooh. They couldn't get the door open. Yeah. And then the whole car got engulfed in flames. That's a horrible. Yeah. That's a horrible. And they had to watch that. I don't want any parts to do. Part are, there, are, are the cops allowed to just pop her one and put her out of her misery? I don't know, man. You know, you know. <laughs> I mean, well, if she's not getting out. Do you want to roast to death or have somebody just? Shoot I don't me? know. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'd rather get shot. I'd rather get shot. Yeah, Jeez. me too. Yeah, yeah. If it's game on like that and it's not, yeah, <laughs> take my chances. Yeah, yeah. that's it. The uh, yeah, give me the bullet. 
Don't make me kind of claw my way through that horse shit. The, uh, and tonight, because it is Halloween weekend, we are going to talk about some, some shit. That goddamn fucking Walking Dead, man. Oh, <laughs> I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I'm just now wrapping up season six. So, spoilers, you fuckers. Last week, the past <laughs> you, two weeks, the, se- the season seven premiere comes on, <clears throat> and everybody can't hold their fucking tongue. Like, everybody's on Facebook. Oh, I know something you don't know. No, half of the fucking population that watches TV knows what you know. You don't need to share it. Zip your lip. Get on with your life. Cry into your fucking weeping towel and get over it. Don't feel like I need to contribute to society by saying, can you believe that so-and-so fucking died? Because now I know. And I'm pissed because I'm not going to have it for like, I'm not going to be able to see that episode for several weeks, but... I, I, I stopped at, like, season three. I watched seven hours of The Walking Dead last night because I drank <clears throat> nothing but coffee yesterday. I fell asleep this morning at 5.30. Wow. Yeah, Mrs. Waters was already awake for an hour and a half getting ready for work and shit, and I'm still out on the couch, and she's like, are you awake? I said, oh, I'm awake. She's been watching TV all night. Watching TV all night. What are you doing? I'm powering through season six of The yeah. Walking Dead. <laughs> Just <laughs> chewing on it. Just grinding it out. And I've got a few fucking issues with this movie. This TV show. First of all, why can't a Honda sound like a Honda? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Okay. They they introduced the bike that he supposedly built in the garage, which is the, For the first same reason that the fucking Newton. General Lee skids around dirt corners and goes. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood movie magic. Why does every goddamn motorcycle on television have to sound like a giant <coughs> throbbing V twin, uh, yeah. an American V twin? And then I noticed in the last couple episodes I was watching, they, they took that away. They, so they took away the... Aud- His motorcycle went from being a V-twin to being an inline four again. Well, it, it was a Triumph originally, Well, right? yeah, but then they built him a new motorcycle. Right. If you haven't watched those episodes yet, you know, he gets a... Well, don't tell me. He gets a new motorcycle. It's not much of a spoiler. It's yeah, no, I, I, I saw yeah. that, that he built yeah, a new motorcycle. He gets a new motorcycle. But, uh, but even, even, even the Triumph sounded like a V-twin. The, tri- the Triumph did sound exactly like a V-twin. Yeah, I was, yeah. Because the motorcycle you want in the apocalypse is something that you have to balance four carbs on. Well, and we're going to talk about <laughs> yes. that. And that's exactly why we're talking about yep. this. We're this jump, it's one of our topics tonight. Jump both, both feet right in a motorcycle-related Halloween spooky podcast about motorcycles. And I know it's always been this thing like, oh, the zombie apocalypse and everything else. What's the perfect motorcycle for the zombie apocalypse? No, no, no. Fuck the zombie apocalypse. We're not worried about the zombie apocalypse. How about just a regular good old-fashioned apocalypse? Uh, Tink! Oh, oh my it's god, that mask, short. that mask, that string is way too short for your face. For your skull. Oh, no. My you god, man. Mean. That is a terrible mask. Yeah, you look like you're coming through a birth canal. That is a horrible canal. mask idea. Fuck. My god, That's man. a good idea. Just you need at least another eight of inches of string. And bigger eye holes. Because <laughs> that's a dangerous lack of eye holes. I'm not going walking around with it. Right, that's true. The, uh, so, the hell with the zombie apocalypse. Let's just talk about just like a regular old fucked up apocalypse. Apocalypse. Like, you take your pick of apocalypses. We're going to say financial apocalypse. Apocalypse. How about like some sort of weirdo fucking EMP? If, if Trump becomes president. It could be anything. Right? It could be anything. Who knows? This Am might I coming be... over you help your pack if it becomes president? This might be the very last <laughs> podcast. Are you one of the ones that's moving to Canada? No. What I want to know is why does everybody no, want to move to Canada? I, I, I want to... You're fucked up in Canada. No, I'm going to Mexico. It's warmer. Well, that's just it. I mean, everybody wants to... Go to Mexico. 
It's nicer. Go to Mexico. Yeah, I like Mexico. Yeah. More no, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick around and just watch everything good as shit. Well, I'm just gonna it's, move into all the houses with people that move out. I'm, I'm <laughs> one by one. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pool. I'm gonna make a yeah, big, exactly. big fucking bucket of popcorn right. and just sit back. And yeah, <laughs> like Michael Jackson. I'm here for the popcorn. Yeah. Uh, just, there you go. I'm just here for the comments. I'm just here for the comments, man. <laughs> The uh, so whatever kind of apocalypse you want, the board's going to say is that hey man, this might be our last, this might be our very last podcast ever mm. <clears throat> before we have a new president to talk about, right? Mm. Think about it. It's our apaca, a apaca cast, a podcast, alpaca what, alpaca podcast. The uh, <laughs> so, but I was thinking about it. If you're going to be in this situation and it's kind of fucked up. You're going to want to have a motorcycle for obvious reasons because, you know, hey, motorcycles can go places cars can't go. The motorcycle increases your ability to cover long distances. Um, but the motorcycle's got to do some jobs for you, too. The motorcycle has to it has to be a scout vehicle. you got to be able to go places and see what's going on. You want to extend the range that you can just walk. And you don't want to alert zombies. Well, how about not even zombies? How about just other humans who might want to take your shit? That's true. Right. If you're one person trying to get your shit together and hang on to what you got, the last thing you want to run into is a gang of 26 people who want the shit you have. So it's one thing to have shit stockpiled in your basement for like you know a prepper mentality, but if you can't keep that shit, it's no good to you. I just had a flashback of grade school in Cleveland schools. <laughs> yeah, right. Where's your lunch money? That's it. Somebody's always going to want what you have if you have anything cool. Especially in that scenario. Well, it's funny because we kind of answered this question today. You thought you answered it. Well, I can. I. I'm, got, I'm, I. I think I'm spot on. I've got a it. million reasons why I don't think that's a good answer. What's your answer, Dustin? You think the ultimate apocalypse motorcycle? Zero. 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 Okay, and it's quiet. It's quiet. They'll never hear you coming. They'll never hear you coming. Right. Um, you don't have to rely on gasoline. You could find some sort of you gotta you know, have a hundred and ten volts to charge. To charge. Yes, if you don't have hundred and ten volts and at least eleven amps, that's a that's a big ask. But you that could means uh, gasoline power generator. Or inverter. So, I mean, I'm saying, uh, yeah, I was thinking an inverter. A whole or, lot of batteries. So you could do a wind turbine. You could do solar panels, but you'd have to have a lot of solar panels. Yeah. You'd have to have a lot of amperage. To charge up that zero, because you got to get that 110 volts, and you need at least 10 to 11 amps to even get the thing. Yeah, my solar array could do it. Your solar array could do it. Yeah, easily. How big is it? It's 4.5 kilowatts. No, I mean, how big is it? How big is my left or right? Yeah, I said big. How big is? I didn't want to know what it's capacity. Oh, it's uh, (laughs) it's 12 panels of. How big is your penis? 4.3 4.3 kilowatts. That is not a relative term. <laughs> I have a 4.3 kilowatt penis. It's a, it's about three quarters the size of my roof. 2.7 of, of, of the one half. Like your roof's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So what? what like like, like well, it's so it's like 800 square feet of one half of my roof. Okay, so it's like 800 square feet. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's big. It's like thing. three quarters that, of one is that half in Lakewood. Or is that out well, to where Davies to park his Buick and make a left there? <laughs> <laughs> That's an extremely yeah. local reference. But the inverter weighs two hundred pounds. Yeah, and like that is asking a lot. You know, you're not going to tote that around with you. No. So it, it is a tough, a tough beat. I love the silent factor of the zero. Mm. 
The the other thing about using a you motorcycle, won't, you won't, you know, get any zombies following you. Well, or people hearing you when you're yeah, creeping around where you, sh- where you might not want to be creeping around. Like, Man, you know, we'll see that part of surviving is not calling attention. To I yourself. mean, you sneak up on me on zeros all the all time. time. Yeah, nobody ever well, hears me while coming. I'm in the shop. Right, and back all of a sudden it's like turn Phil, around. There's a bike there. Feels like Burp! zero. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> he, we he did, did some zero service today, so it was nice to creep up on the mechanics. But I was kind of going through like why you would use this bike. Well, first thing is for foraging, so you want to go out and get things. <clears throat> well, a thing with the foraging is like if you're going to forage for a vehicle, well then you got to have two people because one guy's got to drive the vehicle back, so you got to be able to have two people. The other thing, it might be a good idea to have a big-ass battery with you. Because after a short while, maybe six months or seven months, the batteries in these vehicles out here are probably going to be dead. Well, you're going to have nice cases on the bike, too. Yeah. But you could also get one skinny. Those, if, if, those if, jump if, boxes are, are small. Yeah, but they don't have enough amperage to crank over something that's going to be full of food. Well, we have we have uh, we or, use start twenty four volt diesels with yeah. a, a box that's this big. Mm. This is thing. They have really? Like 10, the new ones are... 10,000 really? amp hours. <gasps> what? So they're, I mean, they're very good about, yeah. I, see, I can start uh, now, John now, Deere. Now, Steve, you said this big, but people no, listening, like listening to the podcast. By, one inch by eight inches by four inches. Okay. All right. Wow. And that's very Damn. small. That's it's the size small. of an old shoebox cassette recorder. Uh, and that well, yeah, jump starts. The, it's about uh, half the height, yeah. maybe, maybe a third of the height. And half the is that the width. twelve volts or twenty four volts? It's twelve volts, but you can get volts. them in twenty four volt. Wow, and that'll start a big diesel. Yeah, big diesel it'll motor. Start, it'll start the tractors we have. So. Holy shit! Well, that's a good thing Crazy. you want to have. You definitely want to have one of those on your zombie motorcycle. On your Hell yeah! Motorcycle. You can't or like. You got to remember, if you're gonna say part of a, the fun of the apocalypse is being able to steal whatever you want, provided you can get it home. But you got to not get caught while you're doing it. Not getting shot is a good. Way to start the day. You know, if you can, like, if you're not even gonna, we got to put that on the back of a T-shirt. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, the whole motto. Not your game shot is, is a good way to start the day. If your game is that you want to go in and end the day, yeah, right, yeah. If you can get home without getting shot, that's a big plus. The uh, if you want to go with all the other people, like if you want to go into the, you know, into the insert name of arena where they're going to have all the people. The National Guard is going to protect you, and you're going to go in with those folks, or you're going to go to the Houston Astrodome, like what happened in uh, Katrina. Those people were Better displaced. Take some toilet paper. <laughs> and your anti bun <laughs> plunger. Kit. Yeah, exactly. A plunger. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that can happen there. You need to stay away from people if this happens. I agree. I think that having a good, healthy amount of distance between you and a whole lot of people is probably the best idea. I, well, because it's, it's a, it's a, you, you will deal with less shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, I'm, and I mean that literally. Every way you can read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that very literally. Yeah. The fewer people you're around, the less shit. Yeah. You have to deal with, right. and, you know, shit breeds disease. Only shit I want to deal with is my own, and barely that. And yeah. So We have an expert. Wastewater right. guys will be the only ones that survive, because we've already been bathed in it. So. <laughs> Can't be killed by feces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I watched a movie the other day about the, uh, uh, well, the apocalypse. Uh-huh. So it was only a power failure. And by the second day, yeah. 
They were already killing everybody, yeah. stealing their food, raping everybody, and throwing their bodies in a ditch. Yeah, they did a study. And then, and then the third day, the power came back on. They were like, what? What well, happened? It's just a trip to Chicago. Isn't yeah. it? It's like the I mean, Donner no, no, Party. Detroit. We lost power here in Cleveland a few years ago. Well, maybe 10 years ago, 15 yeah, years ago. Now. It's been a long time. For we lost power days? for oh, man. less than 30 hours. Less than 30? Okay. Less oh, than 30 that's, hours. Uh, that's right before my daughter was born. The great Mike Merriman power outage. Uh, caused, caused by Mike <laughs> Merriman turning on the air compressor and the welder at the same time. Shut down the entire eastern <laughs> seaboard in the United States of America. Wow. Not really, but coincidentally, he happened to turn on the welder at the same time the air compressor was running, which we told him is a no-no in our building. So as his hand flipped the switch to turn on the welder at the time the air compressor was running, the entire city of Cleveland got dark. <laughs> and we, we did what we always do. Mike, you can't turn on the air compressor and the welder at the same time. But then we realized when you flip the breaker back on and the building doesn't light up again. And then you check next door really and you realize the tattoo studio next door is not going. Dude, you knocked out the you whole block. You knocked out the block. <laughs> and then you're calling people on the other side of town. And you realize, you knocked, you, Mike, you knocked out the city. And then you turn on the radio and realize you knocked out the eastern North America. You've you've wiped you knocked out, out the entire county from Newfoundland to fucking Florida. Mike, you're in big trouble. Mike, you're now, in big man. trouble. But coincidentally, gonna Oberlin was the only one that had power because we have our own power plant. Mm. Uh, Oberlin had power through that whole thing. Nice. And we were eating free ice cream. Yeah. Great Lakes Brewing Company didn't want to have all their ice cream go spoiled, so they invited us all to help them eat all the ice cream out of their freezer. Huh. I, I saw. <coughs> I hope that, you're not that, lactose that, intolerant. That, that whole <laughs> out, the cool paper. thing about that was I saw more stars than I've well, ever sure. seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Because yeah. there was no light pollution. Yeah. It was amazingly dark. It was not. Nice. You know, it was fantastic. And everybody got to hang out and meet their neighbors. Was, we did fun. a good job. We had a good time that. with it. But I told all my staff the first thing I did was I called my wife and said, Bring my go to war bag. And she brought the go to war bag to the shop because I said, for 24 hours, people are awesomely cool to each other. Because it's just a hiccup. It's just a little adversity. Yeah. But the studies have shown that after, when you get to the second day, people freak the fuck out. And they start looting and taking you know, taking advantage of the situation. And they start getting into a real panic mode. The first day is fun and good. The second day, every, all the meat in the freezer is at risk. And they're worried about how they're going to take care of business. I don't think we had concealed carry back then either. We didn't. No, we didn't. That's, I, and that's when I started carrying. Yeah, we had about 2,500 rounds at the shop and about six handguns and about eight long guns. And we were well bunkered up. We had a plan. And uh, But the, the beer was warm. That's a problem. We, we had plenty of cold beer. We had plenty of cold beer. We had no shortage of cold beer because we had a rule that you didn't open the fridge unless you got six out. We had four generators, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> we, we hadn't dropped back to generators yet, but... We did, you know, we legitimately were ready for it. And like you're saying with your movie example, yeah, after 48 hours, people start killing each other for no good reason. So even that kind of thing, power outage for 10 or 12 days, you know, once it gets really kind of weird, I think that the motorcycle is going to give you a certain degree of mobility. That unless you're in snowshoe weather, like we would be experiencing for five months out of this. This podcast is going to sound like there's fucking squirrels in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You're fucking cracking nuts over there. Squirrel. Squirrel. Brought to you by the Cleveland Indians. Peanuts. 
Peanut, correct. <laughs> yeah, is this tonight the third game of the World Series? It is. It is. It and is. we're one and one with Chicago right in, now. Yeah, and we're in Chicago. It's in, Chicago. in Chicago. Wait, yep. didn't I drive by the stadium? Weren't there people there? Watch yeah. party. Yeah. Oh, watch, watch party. party. Yeah. Got it. Stadium sold out. For a watch party. For a watch party. So the, the team's not even there. The team's not there. But, but people the stadium are, is people sold are enjoying out. the insanely overpriced hot dogs and beer and food. Yeah. And paid for a ticket. To, to watch, to watch it on the I, th- I think the ticket's only five bucks or something. I oh, yeah? heard, okay. well, yeah, for the watch party here, right. yeah. I heard on TAM or KNR, one of the one of the AM radio stations, listened to this morning early. Um, I know it was a lot. Like $12,000 or some certain, shit. Certain Those fuckers are lying. Certain rooftop bars. Who the fuck? Are charging me. Like oh, you, you, oh, wait, wait, you mean people that are, like, to watch a Tickets game live. to watch well, the World Series yeah. live. Yeah. $12,000? I'm not no, saying just to get into the bars in Chicago, oh, they're like charging $700 oh. to 1000 hey, bucks. All I can say is, as long as you can find somebody who's willing to pay it, I don't fault you for taking their money. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah me either. I don't, I don't fault the man who's charging. I fault the man who's paying. Well, yeah, if you're you know? that dumb. Yeah, I mean, hey, if that's how important well, if you have that kind of money, who cares? That's I mean, you probably don't care that it's a thousand bucks. Come on, dude. <clears throat> we talked about people the other day that were putting four thousand gallons of fuel in their boat. You know, it's insane. Four thousand gallons of fuel in their boat. <laughs> what they got an ore boat or something going no, up and down? No, it's like a it's like a boat James stayed on last week. It's a hundred and two foot long footer. pleasure boat, you know, luxury yacht. But they stayed on it. He went down to Miami for a race, and they stayed on his boat, and it took thousands of gallons yeah, of fuel. because they only get like a quarter mile to a gallon. <laughs> yeah. Because you're literally, you are the size of a World War One battleship. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> they use lacquer fuel or whatever. It's peanut butter. Oh, oh even God. the other ones, man. I, yeah. When I was a kid working at a diesel shop, that family, the whole family was into boats. Yeah. And, the, you know, the old man had an old Chris, really old Chris Craft. Both sons had well crafts. You know, one had a scarab, one had a Saint Tropez. Sure. Um, and you know, it would be nothing for them to go out and spend a couple thousand between the three of them. Right. Spend a couple thousand dollars yeah. to run up to Marblehead and back, or you know, to, to run for a weekend, to run the boats yeah. for a weekend. And I spent fourteen dollars like, on gas for God. my motorcycle. That's it for my yeah. zero. For your zero, right? You use forty-seven cents worth of electrons for your zero. Yeah, and that's why the zero does make perfect sense for an apocalyptic motorcycle. But a recharge factor. Charging the recharge factor is a bit of a fucking trouble for me. And, and load. Then, what's that? Load carrying capacity. Load carrying capacity. Got to have space for your shit. You got to have room for a human being and the stuff you need. You I know, really, criminal tools. really thought about this. Yeah. And well, I, the big at first, rockets. I thought for a while that a zero might be the best. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, but then... But I think the Unimog's yeah. the best, but that's not a motorcycle. The Unimog, well, you can be a road Oh, oh dude, the Unimog's <laughs> that's always that's the best. The two-wheel version of the Unimog, the Rokad. Right, the Rokad. Oh, so what I've, two-wheel version of the what I've decided yeah. Yeah, was, and it, and this might be, this may not be allowed, right. but it's an Arctic Cat 700 HD, which is an ATV. Right, yeah. It's a diesel. Right. It's got... Bosch mechanical fuel injection. Oh, didn't even think about that. It's got indirect fuel injection, huh. so it's not it's not yeah. real high tech. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it can carry two hundred on the back, two hundred pounds on the back rack. It can carry hundred pounds on the front rack. Wow! 
and it can tow a thousand. It can tow a thousand pounds. Right, and that's really cool. And it's four wheel drive, selectable two or yeah. four wheel drive, and to me, hmm. I mean, Someone you lose the silent factor, yeah. but you gain the. How much better is that than a Suzuki Samurai? I would say it'd be more reliable. <clears throat> it's not. It's diesel, but yeah. oh, but oh, this is another beautiful thing. Yeah. It's military spec. It'll use six different types of fuel. Yeah, true multi-fuel. Right, and yeah. so it uses uh, jet fuel, diesel. Anything. Yeah. yeah, it's multi-fuel. So it's a multi-fuel vehicle. Right. So I was thinking that gasoline. I mean, depending on how long this apocalypse would last, your gasoline would degrade more rapidly I than think, your diesel. Yeah, fuel. I think that's a real or your issue. Jet fuel yeah. or whatever. I think if you're going to go out past 90 days, out past oh, 120 yeah. days, the quality of the gasoline you're going to find is going to be suspect. Plus the demand. Well, you're going to find any anyhow after 90 days. That's it'll a damn all be good gone. question right. too. It'll, it'll all that's be a, gone. That's a real good way to put it because. <clears throat> but there will be at, plenty of cooking. Hey oil. guys, could you pop? Come no, on. seriously. We like it. Have you ever listened to the podcast when that shit's going on? <laughs> Have you ever listened to a podcast where those side conversations are happening? I got really, chastised on that one. It's two really weeks hard ago. to listen to what's really going on. <laughs> no, people don't realize they're talking over here quietly to each other. They think they're talking to each other there, but they're at the same level. The microphone. So the microphone's picking them up just as good as it's picking up Steve. Those fuckers. Those fuckers. Fucking bastards. So getting back to no fuel left. Well, that's a real important thing, because if we're going to talk about this as being an apocalyptic situation, then yeah, for real. A car holds 12 gallons of gas. Average car. Just, Jesus Christ. I'm blowing you up. If a car holds, like, 12 gallons of gas, but one fucking truck holds 40 gallons of diesel, it just seems like there's a lot of trucks around. Oh, pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like a yeah. like a decent sized light truck. You Plus know? everybody but there's not as many, go but, for the gas. No, no, no. Bullshit. There's not as much diesel fuel out there as there's regular gas. Well that's what we do have to have the argument of does mm. one little dog or does one big dog weigh more than a lot of little dogs? Because for every eighteen wheeler that holds two hundred gallons of fuel, that's twenty passenger cars. And depending on the environment that you're in like, if you're in a more rural area, there's going to be diesel everywhere for the farm tractors and everything else. Or a truck stop. Or a truck stop, exactly. And I, you're, I, don't, like I, I would argue that at a, the at, at, a, at a truck stop, there's going to be equal amounts of, you know, regular petrol and diesel. Well, can you get it up out of the ground? Or is it easier to steal it from the other, from the 900 trucks that are parked around? That's well, already what, wait, wait a minute, back up. Right. What did you just say? Well, At a truck stop, there's going to be equal, equal amounts of He's thinking about underground. And diesel. He's thinking about no, underground. Not even. But those, it's those 10 places, to 1. Yeah, those places pump. Yeah, they're 10 what, to 1 what's diesel a tank? gas. 7, 000, what's a tanker? 7,000? I, 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 I didn't. I didn't think so. And I think what Phil's getting on here. But I don't think they can carry that much. It's easy to get. Is that there's not, like, if there's no electricity. Right. You're you not know, you're not pumping gas. Out I, of the I know a guy that drove for Flying J, and he ran, him and another guy together yeah. ran twenty tanks a day of diesel into yeah. into the one flying into the J. one flying J. So twenty right. tankers, whatever right. tanker way it, right. it has in it. But as a scavenger, in a twenty-four hour period, as a for, scavenger, you're going to be able to get you're going to be able to get that last fifty gallons off the bottom of the tank that no one's going to get. And as a scavenger, I'm going to be able to walk up to an 18-wheeler, walk up to my school bus. You know how many school buses there are? I'm going to be able to walk up to a school bus, reach in, unscrew that 4-inch cap or that 3-inch cap. And siphon gas out. Just with one garden hose, pull off 20 gallons fast. 
real fast. Nobody's going to know I'm there. It's silent. Don't even have an electric pump or nothing. I'm not going to go after the gas that's underground and blow myself up or get whatever trying to do it. I'm just going to steal 20 gallons at a time, 10 gallons at a time, whatever I can carry on the bike. And if you ever tried to siphon gasoline out of a modern car, because of the safety plug in the gas cap and in the gas filler tube, it is a giant pain in the dick. you got to have like a five or six foot long siphon hose just to get to where the gas might be if it doesn't have the baffles in the way to keep you from siphoning it in the first place. Well, so, nowadays the tank isn't right under the door. Like, no, it's forever used to be, away. You know, you yeah. pull the license plate down and yeah. 12 inches below that's the tank. Right. How now, long ago was that, Jono? 1971 <laughs> was my last car. <laughs> yeah. My last car that had that was 71. You know, like my yeah. oldest Taurus, the, the, the yeah. fuel filler door is in a normal location. You know yeah. what a tank is? Yeah. It's under the uh, back seat. Right. Oh, I've tried to siphon like gasoline. It has like seven turns in yeah. it. You can't do it practically, but with a diesel, with a, and, you know, with a diesel truck, with yeah, a school bus. Caps. They have yeah. a huge three-inch brass cap. Unscrew that thing, dip your hose in. Your siphon tube in there, giggity. And you're, you got 10 gallons, 20 gallons before you know what happened. So there's a well, lot the to be said well, The other advantages you have, too, are most backup generators are, are diesel. I mean, most standalone are backup generators are diesel. So I think for all in big municipal backup generators. Oh, definitely. So, On top of buildings. Right, and all that yeah. stuff. You have. Would it be better, say? then, for a survival aspect to just completely ignore gasoline? Maybe. Completely ignore gasoline. Diesel keeps longer. We have generators that can be hand-started on diesel, so you don't need to have a battery standing by to get your electricity going. We have motorcycles that do exist in the world that run on diesel. In your case, what you're saying is quad, so we're giving up some of the mobility of a motorcycle. Right, but you're, well, the, those you're getting a loading, a lot and more the thing is capacity. you're going to... It's almost like you need both. You need mm-hmm. you need that would be like a scout vehicle. Yeah, two scout vehicles. Ve- yeah, the scout would yeah. tell you where something yeah. is, and that and other you could have like a side by side. What if you just that runs on diesel? Yeah. <laughs> what if you just yeah just shit can the uh, motorcycle idea and use a horse? Well, there's actually <laughs> yeah. I've read a few books about that, and the problem is, as vulnerable as you are, you have to feed the to horse. all those things. The horse is also vulnerable to all those things. So if that horse gets a twisted ankle, because remember, you might be operating a horse in terrain a horse is not familiar with operating. So uh, city environments, concrete, yeah. asphalt, yeah. stairs, things like that. Um, if you have so yourself... Don't, don't take the horse down a set of stairs? Maybe not. And if you have, 200, <laughs> if you have your 200 pounds plus 100 pounds of gear on this horse, and this horse turns an ankle... Well, now you have a thousand or twelve hundred pound problem. I and you're going to shoe them with rubber, right? And if you're you know, on the asphalt, horse is going to be laying on top of something on concrete. Don't so, they shoe them with something a different material than? A, I would hope, but I guess a steel shoe would be would be super slippery. Of course it would. Yeah, yeah, it would. I just am thinking like. Don't they have rubber ones? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. But and then, please, and then they you have, have to shoot the damn horse. But who well, in this yeah. room can shoe a horse? Well, and I, there's, mean, I, could, I don't know, wouldn't know how to. Shoot I can handle the maintenance oh, of any vehicle we talked about except the horse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> less true. maintenance. I though. can handle the poop from the horse. I disagree. That's about I it. think the horse might. Be <laughs> I don't know. It's going to. It's going to eat grass. It's out there. It's, it's, it's going to drink water that you find. You know. Yeah, that's true. But so, I do think that there's a certain level of fragile with the horse. 
fragility? Yeah. And remember, too, there's the sneak-up factor, and you might not be able to convince that horse to stay quiet. Because yeah. it'll go... It could do anything. Right. The, the other, <laughs> it could blow your cover real fast. With a diesel vehicle, is yeah. that you could grow your own fuel. Boy, that is, I mean, that is taking it to the nth degree. And if you're alive that long that you've given up on foraging for diesel and you're given, starting to make your own diesel, wow. Well, I'm just saying you can't. It's I mean, not that can. difficult to yeah, do. You can grow sorghum and, you know, you know. But I like the simplicity, and the simplicity of that that particular vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to worry about, and you could bypass the start and stop solenoids. You, I mean, the fuel cutoffs right. with an indirect diesel it, and with a mechanical mm-hmm. fuel injection system, you don't need electricity right. to run it. It'll run without it. Well, I mean, and, I don't know. I mean, but you would think that it would run without it. Well, you don't, need to, you don't need to be that complicated. The thing that's magic about diesel is you can get any, like, Robin diesel engine, any 5 or 10 or 15 horsepower diesel engine, and you can put it into a Rokon because a Rokon uses a, essentially a, a delta clutch. Industrial engine. Right. It's yeah, just a Briggs-type motor. And they use a basically, now. yeah. No, they, <laughs> they do. do. I looked up yeah, these Right, they use, I did the. I really researched yeah. this. <laughs> the Rokon uses a Kohler motor as its factory standard motor, yeah. which you can, of course, replace it with any horizontal shaft motor. And Kohler does make they single make diesel. cylinder diesel Absolutely. motors. Absolutely. So that Rokon has an advantage of being. It can kind of go anywhere, especially if you get the two wheel drive one. It's slow, so you better not come across anybody. Who wants what you have? Who can move faster than you can? You can store things in the wheels. <laughs> that's right. That's Most right. people can run store faster than the wheels. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. True. And you can float it if you have to. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about, I was doing some research. It was funny because I was thinking about how watching The Walking Dead, Daryl's rolling along and he's got his motorcycle and he just kind of chucks it on the side. He chucks it out in the dirt. He just kind of like throws it on the side, on, on its left hand side, and throws some weeds over it. Okay? Because he's creeping along. You know, he's not running under the motor. He's trying to be Mr. Creepy. So he's sneaking along. He's walking this bike. He's pushing this Honda 754-cylinder Dohawk motor. And, like, at some point, he yeah, chucks... Yeah, not a light bike. No, a super heavy bike with giant knobbies on it, front and back. <laughs> and he chucks the thing on its side. I, I didn't see him change the fuel tap position. I'll call Hollywood on that one. But <laughs> the, the bike is laying on its side for, like, days. And then somebody goes over, picks the bike up, and just presses the start button, and it likes it launches, and it just lights up immediately. I'm like, well, there's some bullshit for you, because that would be two dead batteries worth of cranking. A, a motorcycle yeah, laying on a side, hydrolock cylinder. Oh yeah, a motorcycle <laughs> yeah, laying easily. on a side for more than five ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that bitch had better be sitting upright for a good week and a half before you can press the start button and hope anything good happens. So fuck that. But that's another thing is like. That is another advantage of the diesel. It's another advantage of the, the not being a multi-cylinder motor. Multi-cylinder motor. Oh, it's, it it's actually a two-cylinder. It's, yeah. But yeah. But I mean, and but it's not going to leak into the cylinders. And I was looking at tire failure. Tire failure is a tragic situation in a survival situation. You get a flat tire. You get a flat tire that comes off the rim. You're not riding that bike anymore. You, you know they make uh, hard rubber. Solid rubber? So, they're not solid tires, mm-hmm. but they're like, they don't have, they're not inflated. They, they're Semi, like, semi-pneumatic. They're, they're made for that weight of whatever you're putting on. And I would think that that would be a necessity if you're, like like for our loader tires. We have those on our loader. They're uh, like honeycombs almost. I sent myself a text, I sent myself an email message talking about 
all of the different fucking technologies that were available to get rid of the problem of flat tires. And the first thing, I, my brain immediately went to the, uh, the moose, the bib moose from Michelin that they do. And what I found out is the bib moose, really, you can't go over 80 miles an hour with it. It will melt down. And what it is is it's a foam. It's like a, a foam rubber insert that goes inside the tire where the air used to be. And it's a black, dense foam rubber. And uh, it's not a foam that you put in there and it, it dries and it solidifies like an expanding foam. And I was reading some of the reviews of it. And it's first of all, it's very expensive. They Motocross guys use them so they don't have a puncture and roll off the rim and be out of the race forever uh, or out of the game. This stuff's really, you got to have special tools to install it. You can't just install it yourself. I found these ones that were, they called them tire balls. And they were, um, they're like this. They look like little snowballs. They look like black snowballs. And they're made of like a polyester material. You inflate them. Before you put them in the rim, you open the rim up and you slide them in and you fill the whole tire where you used to have air and you used to have an <laughs> inner tube, right? Now there's no inner tube because an inner tube, one puncture and you're, you're done. Whereas these things are like little snowballs and you put them in there and you fill the whole tire up. You can inflate them to whatever pressure you want to inflate them to prior to putting them in. And then if you get even eight or ten of these things punctured, the tire still maintains its shape and you can still drive on it. Hmm. Very fucking cool. Hmm. And they said that that one is less expensive and also more durable. You know, so you, you can you can deal with it on the side of the road. Really, really interesting there. Um, there's some different technologies that exist right now. We talked about another podcast about the guys that have the uh, supermotos that are ditching the, ditching the inner tubes and putting the Scotch 3M sealer inside of them yeah, to yeah. close off their spokes. But we I did learn today that you got to make sure that you have a rim that has a bead rim a lip in it that will retain mm-hmm. the bead because a lot of dirt bike rims do not have that bead there they do not have that lip so if you do that and you don't have an inner tube in there you'll they'll just hit a bump and you'll blow the air right out of that thing so yeah air is a, like having it sounds silly but having air in your tires when well, you sand, get to like I was saying, if sand you really got right. a, a, a yeah rough time yeah you could Fill your t- your rims with sand. I mean, yeah. we do stuff like that. They fill it with calcium huh. uh, pellets for like a, like my tractor. My tractor's yeah. got mm-hmm. you know those you know what well, tractor tractor wheels, yeah. yeah. But we f- we fill them with calcium. Wow. So that they don't ever deflate. I mean, okay. And they they only run at three psi. Okay. Something very low. Yeah. But you could still do that. If yeah. The advantage to having the lower maintenance you have, the the less number of things that can go wrong the greater likelihood you're going to survive. But then this is the question is, remember, you're not out there alone. There's a bunch of other fuckers out there that want to survive too. And if they can go faster and shoot further and carry more than you can, you're just a slow fucking antelope. Well, what if you just had a plane, Abrams M1A1? Well, nobody's, nobody's fucking with you. It's hard to hide it. That's okay. <laughs> you, can, you can be as loud as you want. It's can, kind of loud. I can disable one. From the outside. Yeah. And so can anybody who's been in the military. There's not that many of you guys left. Yeah, there's enough. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you, if you think that you're safe in an M1 Abrams tank, and I'm on foot, I can sneak up on you real easy. Because a tank without infantry to support, support is a very vulnerable thing. And unless you've got a platoon of guys around you to cover all your other angles that you can't see, it's what? very easy for me to sneak up on you and pull the Halon system and kill you dead. 
Well, you put your kids out there. Right. <laughs> kids are all around the tank. Many eyes. But yeah, most military vehicles have a fire suppression system that can be activated from the exterior of the vehicle. So once you once you unask the tank or unask the unask the Bradley or whatever the fighting vehicle is, once you get out of it, you can pop the halon externally, and it's a big red handle. And uh, if you can find that red handle, and it ain't hard to find, if you pull that handle, everyone inside that tank dies. Hmm. And then you got a tank. <laughs> There's no haline system. Right, no haline system. To no haline system. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, so fuck you. Have a tank. Right, you, know? yeah. you can only you only can play that trick on them once. But uh, so if you have a tank, I wouldn't have a tank. Drain drain your haline system yeah. first. Then, oh, the first thing I would do is walk up to the tank is I pull the haline system forever got inside. I never trusted those things from day one. An optical fire sensor that thing can go off at any moment, kill me while I'm sleeping. The uh, I just. I don't. I'm a tank. How often I mean, do you sleep in the tank? Every fucking day of your life. Do you know what's outside of the tank? Everything Death. that can kill you. Do you know what's inside of the tank? Three other assholes. That's it. Yep. Shit in, that, shit in the MRE bag. Throw it over the side. That's fine. Yep. Go outside and take a shit is a good way to get shot. The uh, stay in the tank. The uh, it's just the world's smallest RV. Inside. Inside. The. Uh, I wouldn't take a tank. They're big, they're loud, they're noisy, there's tons of maintenance. <clears throat> you throw track, you're instantly a turret. And they just know? chug diesel. Oh my god. It's 700 yeah. gallons of diesel to have one fun day out. So there's yeah. another source of diesel for your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the gas tanks are located at all four corners, you can't miss them. The, uh, well, the problem is that you have to prepare for everything. Yeah, and yeah. Each scenario, you need the Swiss has Army something. Knife. Yeah, some, each scenario might yeah. require something just a little bit different to be able to survive. Are you going to try to be scuba, or are you going to try to be like the guy with the giant garage full of shit? Like, if you happen to have the bunker with fourteen vehicles in it, are you going to have enough manpower to defend it, or are you going to try to be like one guy who's like one guy, one vehicle? much smaller amount of shit to take care of. There's a good game out there called State of Decay. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of a zombie apocalypse. So an electronic game, a video game? Yeah, right. it's a video game. Yeah, it's a video game. Okay. But that is that's how what they address. Oh really? They address like if you, can you go to this place and right. will you be able to defend it because you have right. all these angles and oh, you, you yeah. need, if you don't get if you don't make uh, allegiances with other people yeah. Then you can't move to a different location. You right. can't uh, defend what you're you're at. If you don't uh, go out and actually actively kill, uh, you know, groups of whatever, then they get stronger and stronger. Then they come after you. So, more money, more problems, man. Yeah, <laughs> more money, more problems. So you're better off to don't stay tell small. anybody anything. Stay small. Yeah, stay small. <laughs> Be a very tiny blip on the radar because I think you're probably going to survive a lot longer if you don't piss off. You don't become that well known. I think you want to get your hand, the first thing you want to get your hands on yeah. is the medical marijuana stash. <laughs> you know, get about nine years worth of it. A that. good friend of mine who's a Chicago police officer said I'd, that I'd probably hit the liquor store first. He's got yeah, he's got his, his go to war bag is full of booze, coffee, and cigarettes. Because <laughs> he's like, those things will retain their value better than gold. And I, I agree. You can't eat gold. Can't eat gold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you what. After seven or eight days without a cigarette, yeah, 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 I, I might, I might, I might fuck a guy up for a pack of camels after seven or eight days. Well, you'd I don't see think the, I'd be a good quitter. 
you'd see a certain a whole demographic would be gone. Yeah, but the millennials pretty, pretty much all be gone because they would be crying. You know, I mean, it just a, depends on how resourceful we, you are. Because a bunch, all we, the old frogmen from Slovenia, will, yeah. <laughs> but all the old the frogmen yeah. from like Slovenia and yeah. all these military guys yeah. would still be alive. Well, because they've gone through it. I mean, they know what to do to survive. Well, and you got fucking 75, 80% of the redneck white trash in America that's been praying for this shit to happen for 25 years. Right, and they'll all survive. They've been bunkering shit up forever. Yeah, but all their batteries are dead. They don't pay attention to their, <laughs> their, their proper maintenance schedule, and they go out there and go, fuck, none this stuff works anymore. They still have flip phones. Didn't I used to have yeah. a bunker back here somewhere? <laughs> I think we, I think on the bunker, analog. I think the Only bunker the analog towers will still work. I think the bunker grew over. Yeah. Yeah, there's just one of those things where it's like you have to understand: are you going to try to are you going to try to be prepared for everything in the world, or are you going to try to be you know be able to shoot, scoot, and communicate and take it from other people? Because if you can stay mobile right. and you can not get nailed down, you could probably it's take be like what you a, need. It'll be like a wildfire too. Yeah, it's going to start out small. <laughs> yeah. It's going to spread and it's going to burn like crazy. I agree. I think and it's going to happen real fast. It's burned out. Yeah. There'll be all these pockets of yeah. survival lists. Yeah, I. I well, that's why I'm glad I live a mile and a half from Phil. Oh man, you better <laughs> you better embrace that idea because it's going to take me about 45 minutes to bug out. Yeah, cause, <laughs> yeah. When when shit no, goes when shit sin. goes no, down, no way, man. I know where I'm no taking way. my family. <laughs> no, when shit goes when shit goes sour, I figure it'll take me about 45 minutes to unass my AO. No, I, think, I, I'm gonna I be, think it'll take me about five minutes to I, get to your house. I think I'm going to be northbound and down so fast. All you're going to see is a very small wake from that boat I just stole. Because I don't care what's happening. It's better in Canada. There's never been a there's never been a story that ended up with like, and it all turned out to be a major fucking problem because they were in Canada. No, it's always been the whole rest of the world burned, but Canada was still watching hockey. <laughs> yeah, but Canada said, Canada said, eh. Bad stuff you got going on there, eh? That's, uh, I don't... Well, well it's a real shit storm down there, eh? <laughs> I don't think for a second that whatever happens here is going to be equally represented on the other side of the lake. And the lake is just 50 short miles of water. You look at. I look never been a traffic. There's never been a traffic jam on that this lake. Is, what, like <laughs> eight, eighteen miles to the border? It's a, yeah, yeah. Something like that. You like you said, if you can go, if you can go twenty twenty five miles an hour, twenty five miles into the water, you can coast in. Yeah. <laughs> I think the National Guard would be the first place they would uh, surround is the are the water plants. Just the water plants. Oh yeah, yeah. I so mean, if that you have I mean, these guys that are there, right. I mean, you would be safe. Yeah. If you got in with those guys, yeah, yeah, I agree. The water, the water departments are going to be extremely well guarded. Not wastewater because they couldn't give a shit about us. But I'm fine. they'll be yeah. out. But I'm saying the water they'll, plants will be out of the three mile cribs. Right, right. But then they have full stock of diesel. I mean, there's diesel fuel. I mean, they it's the generation system has to be maintained, so they're going to what out of the diesel. No, at the the water plants. I mean, they right. they have backup generation. Yeah. They have a ton of fuel. Yeah. They have they'll uh, national guard will come in and they'll take care of themselves and they'll have supplies. So. So they're remarkably well. I never really thought about that, but they sound like they're remarkably well prepared. I would say they are well prepared. I mean, they have ammo. They have the ability they have to firearms. They have ammo. They have, 
they have heavy equipment. But I mean, this is at, I mean, this is just at your water treatment plant. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you, okay, you think about, imagine right now something happens, boom, whatever you want, bright flash of light, sudden loss of power, right? Things aren't working. You look up, maybe see an airplane fall out of the sky or two. You realize shit's going to hell. And if it's an EMP... Rate the Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. <laughs> no, but if it's an EMP, if it's an EMP, you need people who know how to run things manually. So well, you're going to have your... They're going to be recovering the power right. plants. That's another good reason. The water plants and the wastewater plants. And you, you couldn't care less about the fire stations or the police stations it's, or whatever. If it's you're an AGMP... Then Squirrel. nothing with a circuit board is going to work. Right. So it's going to be everything's going to be manual. And if it's not in a Analog. Faraday cage, yeah, that's. I was going to say that's another good uh, argument for manually yonder diesel motor. Yeah, manually injected, manually controlled. Yeah. Right. If that's it's why I think if it doesn't have a rope is. to pull started on it, you, can, you, you know, might be fucked. <laughs> you, <laughs> How fucking horrible is that? You can burn stuff other than diesel. Well, we too. went out to our garage, and everything we tried oil, to start didn't start. Except for your Honda Superhawk, because it has points. Yep. It's well, somewhere. That's why, in the, that's why I always have. I have five bikes with points, with and points. that's why I keep them. It's somewhere. In the, <laughs> so, <laughs> somewhere in the that's world. That's the reason I keep them. <laughs> somewhere in the world, Macklefresh is going. Fuck you! I told you so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're the only bike in your collection that would start and run would be your Superhawk. Right, because your Super Hawk has points. Yeah, right. everyone has, in India would be no electronic ignition whatsoever. Right, <laughs> they'd, they'd all be riding. Do you have anything in your garage that would run, or are you walking, or Oof, on your bicycle? No, I think I, I've upgraded everything to electronic. What do you have? Got anything that would run? Nope. But but I do have points that I could convert them back to. You'd have to. Yeah, yep. You'd have to. You'd have to. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to if you wanted to ride. So yeah. you'd have to convert it back to points. I've got, an, I got I, a few. I, I could do that. i got a few. i got I some scooters. i got some dirt bikes that are points-based that would be totally usable. And they've run in the past three months, so I know they're going to start and run and everything else. I've got a few. And I'm not keeping them around because they got, you know, any fucking sense of the end of the world. I'm keeping around because I have not yet sold them. That's why I keep them <laughs> around because of the end of the world. Yeah, I keep them around because they're still not sold yet. If somebody said, I'd like to buy all your vehicles at points, I would say, what kind of truck will you be taking them out of here in? Yeah. Say, Thank you. I have all the titles. Here you go. Enjoy them. Can you ride them all? In this room right here, I'm looking around to see what has points that would start. And uh, the answer that is... whole back line right there. They wouldn't start. None of them will start. I'll tell you right now, those bikes have all been sitting for in excess of a year, maybe two, maybe ten. I don't think one But they of have those points. Bikes, yeah. Points doesn't matter when you've you got 17 dirty it. fucking carburetors that are full of shit. Well, when you get a pile of mechanics. By the time you get those bikes running, pile. we will have been overrun. Yeah. I say, well, I get figure, started this weekend. I figure you got 45 minutes to get to where you, well, you need to the go. You get the guns. We'll get the bikes running. Well, I'm saying I'd have to get to my guns. That's the beauty of a diesel. If it too. happened right now, I would have to get to my guns. And my guns aren't here. I mean, only one of them is. Doesn't so, that bring you back to a diesel then? What's that? Doesn't that move you back yeah, in the direction Yeah, it definitely of a does. Diesel? It brings you back to a, a simple say diesel. EMP, a simple diesel. It has to be a simple diesel. So it has to be an actual, like you, like we were talking about. You like do a have Robin. a fully charged zero. What's that? I said you it have It won't a work after an EMP. Oh, shit, you're right. Nothing. After an EMP, after <laughs> an EMP there's very little in here. We'd have to go into the back. We'd have to go into the workshop 
to find something that would get us home. And I want to tell you, to find five things back there that would get us home might be tough. We need a bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it is true. The bicycle might be the best bet. I could probably get home from here in about an hour and a half on a bicycle. Yeah, but would your... uh... Everything I have that is Condenser, important to your me. condensers might be blown. I don't know. That's the question too. I've always asked people know. who know Would you about lose EMP. a condenser in an EMP. I don't know. I don't your know. horse is still alive back there. Well, once again, because that problem with that horse. Not yeah. if it had its stirrup in its mouth. No, I'd have better luck riding. <laughs> How's that going? And honestly, based on my experience with horses, I'd have better luck riding you. Or whatever. It's <laughs> bit. Not if it had its bit. In its mouth. Terrible hey. fucking luck with horses. I had to yeah. see a man about a horse earlier, and mm-hmm. it wasn't pretty. Uh-oh. Yeah, but it is true. It's like right now, we you know everybody prepares for this thing, and they have a bunker set up somewhere. But honestly, even if I had a bunker, I mean, I have a go-to-war bag, but my go-to-war bag is located a half an hour's fast drive from here. Well, see, I might be yeah. a little bit. You're Over close. the edge, but I have uh, Might a be. box of I have a box of condensers in a double shielded uh, drawer. You are over the edge, my friend. I'm living do. over just the in edge. case. Yeah, you're living over the edge. Plus I, have, I, I have keep two a sets of points. For, I have two sets of points for each bike. I have two CDIs for every electronic vehicle I own in a Faraday cage, Faraday cage sealed in Southern Nova Scotia in a. Uh, Winchester safe that's lined with pure balranium. <laughs> oh, Steve. That, that, that is the steviest Steve <laughs> thing. the steviest Steve that's ever been steved. The, uh, I don't think... I'm not paranoid, though. Yes, you're, you're the definition of paranoid, Steve. Apparently you are. You're the definition of paranoid. He's prepared. I keep a box of he's condensers. Just, he's pre-paranoid. Yeah, he's pre-paranoid. pre-paranoid. Yeah, I would have to go... I would have to... It would be a pain wow. in my ass to get to where all my cool shit is from here. I don't. I, I don't have any cool shit. I only. It would be a. It would be a giant. Pain you can in come my to ass. my house. How much cool shit do you have? We got some cool shit. Okay. I don't have cool shit. I'll just drive to Phil's house. Well, like I said, it's, but, but we can't drive there. We have to walk, and it's going to be like an hour. It's going to be like three hours to walk. Well, not if I'm at my house. Well, but we're not. We're talking about right now. No, we're well, talking okay, about right now. The magic but, thing but, about an emergency—if I was, at, if I was at is my, it fucking surprises you. If I was at my house, all I know is a mile and a half away is you. The worst you. thing about an emergency <laughs> is you can't plan for it. Yeah, they kind of creep up on you that way. The uh, and that's that is the funny thing when you're thinking about how prepared I am. But how prepared I am is really directly proportionate to where my shit is. And right now, I've got six rounds of ammunition to get me from here to there. And my LPCs, my little my little people carriers, and that's it. That's all I got, man. LPCs, yeah. yeah my you, you, got, you got six rounds more than I have. Yeah, that's all I have to get me, you know, eighteen some odd miles, right? So that's why I'm glad to hang out with you guys. Because well, I mean, I think that's your first concern. For <laughs> well, the I have first, to shoot like, you first because you run a couple hours. <laughs> but then water would be your next concern. <laughs> well, yeah, only in the foot. <laughs> that's exactly it. Once again. Don't have to be the fastest gazelle. <laughs> just have to not be the slowest gazelle. Right. But the only difference water, between me and well, victim for, status. Yeah, the water is also weighs eight point three four pounds per ga- per gallon. Eight, eight, eight pounds. Seven pounds per gallon. Yeah. Pints eight, a pound no, the world eight, around. Yeah, seven eight. pounds per gallon. Is it? Pints a pound the world around. Uh-huh. Yeah. Figure eight pounds per gallon for water, on for for standard combat load. Um, you know, you're going to carry it around. You don't need as much as people say you do, but. No, but if you're transporting it back to, a, like, 
how much, how much oh. is a group of, I mean, how much would all of us use in a day? Well, I'm saying, like, that's why the idea is you better five get gallons? a loan. You better I mean, get a loan real quick, and if you have children, oh, you better no, start figuring out gallons. which ones you can live without. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, 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 I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> you need less than a gall- gallon of water per day. <clears throat> I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 you it's, can survive on less than a gallon a day, but yeah, they said eight glasses a day and you know, that's, drink you beer. Know, that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's greatly overstated, mm-hmm. you know, and, and actually drinking beer is, uh, it's a great idea. Well, and, and it's well preserved. the other thing too, is if, if you drink it, bourbon, clean. you need yeah. less bourbon than you actually need water. That's to true. Sustain you for a day. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, I approve of that message. Yeah. Because and you're now. Schn- don't you kids at home try this? And you're schnockered too, yeah. which is going to so be you just a don't lot more fun. Yeah, but you're also going to need water for food. Yeah, if you, yeah. if you have dehydrated food, which is the most logical way to to store it. I don't know what you're going to have after a month. Yeah, you just eat it raw. After a month, chew it up. After a month, I really don't know what your situation is going to look like. It's going to be. I'm still boring. going back to. I think that the bite, the right way to do it <laughs> might be diesel. Diesel-powered motorcycle. You got to be able to deer move stuff around. Well, you can kill deer in Avon Lake with a hammer. I, I don't know. even need. Yeah, but it's not going to take long before they're all gone. <laughs> That's true. Just walk true. up to Americans. <laughs> exactly. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, look! Another deer. <laughs> you, you, you probably just punch the deer out. They have the antlers on the top to give you nice leverage to break their neck. Yeah. That's. Uh, I don't. I I think that it might just be like. For me, I guess what I'm thinking is um, if Merritt can't keep up. <laughs> Whoa. She, no, she runs like a fucking gazelle. So if it ever comes into a chase situation, I'm going to have to wing her. She's going to have to slow her down. So, because at that point. Because she'll believe in your ass behind. Well, yeah. Oh, no shit. So, but there, she is a month's worth of food. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. A month? Jesus Christ, she's a damn, she's like 140 pounds. I don't need 140 pounds in a month. Jesus Christ. Take her, lay out in the sun and dry her, have some good jerky. It'll last you years. I talked to my friend about the charcuterie thing. There you go. <laughs> don't forget the spices. In the Philippines, they call that the long wife. <laughs> Mare jerky. Well, the, the Philippines. This tastes like yoga. It's so spiritual. <laughs> she is all a part of us, and we are all a part of her. No, mostly she's a part of us. I'm glad she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so what's this I hear from my friends that you're going to dry me out and eat me it wasn't well, a sex thing to. it wasn't a sex thing it was purely for survival it was, it was purely worst case scenario yeah that's exactly it paging the Donner party oh yeah <laughs> Donner party party uh, of eight seven six five <laughs> yeah. so should we talk about uh, or is there another topic ram mounts what's that Ram mounts. Yeah, no shit, ram mounts. Yeah. Boogity, boogity, boogity. As, as, as you hear me dropping my Liza. brand new iPhone Is on the table. seven? Um, I got the 6S. You got the 6S, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm a cheap bastard. Well, that's fine, but the point being that we... But I didn't need to have an iPhone 6S. No, no. It just happened. No, no, it didn't just happen. One does not simply trust a $600 electronic device to a $7 Amazon.com eBay fake RAM mount eBay yeah right I mean that's the that's the deal I mean yeah best example yeah. ever if you uh, have le- a $700 well device, learned if you have a $700 device put a $50 RAM mount around it 
So what happened? Uh, well, my, my cheap-ass little... little not a RAM mount. Not a RAM mount. How about we're going to say, a, what do you say, a telephone holding device? Yeah, my, my cheap ass little telephone holding device. Was it a wham mount? <laughs> <laughs> it's a ham mount. It's a wambulance. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Chinese. It was a ram mount. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it was made by Apple. <laughs> yeah. You got, I, rammed, I, you got rammed out, all right. <laughs> you got rammed out. I, I, I had my phone in it. and uh, Operative know, word is had. You had. You had your phone, and <laughs> yeah. you had your phone in it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, my wife had me on a little scavenger hunt to try and win free tickets to the World Series. Good. So I, I hopped on my bike. I figured mm-hmm. it was the quickest way to get to the, the points. The points, right. So I had my phone in the mount. Mm-hmm. And, you As know. one does. And you are riding your super motard? I was on my super motard. Yeah. And uh, all it took was one bump. To have that phone just go. Did your RAM, um, your fake RAM mount, did it have the magic butterfly? The no. rubber butterfly? No. So mine has the the rubber butterfly, the, the shitty RAM mount. I yeah, have. then you put it over the. Has the rubber butterfly. Yeah, nope. It's so. You look at it, if you don't have the phone in it, you don't understand what the red rubber butterfly is for. And you're like, oh, he likes Hello Kitty. You know, it just looks like a little dopey <laughs> rubber thing, right? And it's not the least bit masculine looking or like what it does. But what it is is it's basically a fancy four-cornered rubber band that holds any shaped device into the RAM mount. The, not a real RAM mount. To the fake RAM mount. So that if it jumps out, it can't really jump out because it's got this elastic. It's, yeah, it's held in my little, little net. Yeah, it's a rubber net. You know, I felt mine bounce off my knee and was oh. just like, oh, shit. I skidded out my rear tire. Big time. Right. I mean, I am. I almost low sided. Turn around and get it. You know, because I. I mean, I was just like, you know, and I pulled off the side of the road and I tried to run on the road to grab the phone and and I am not kidding you. Three eighteen wheelers in a row ran over my phone. Like three of them in a row were coming down the road. It was just like boom, 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 boom. The picture of it, Dustin's picture of it. I've seen a shattered cracked iPhone screen before this looked like fucking car safety glass <laughs> it was just destroyed it was, yeah. it's it's like as if these guys were fucking aiming for the phone this is this on 90 or what <laughs> no this is on uh, your this is on Miller oh on Miller oh, God. yeah in, in Avon Lake yeah it's a 35 mile an hour road but, yeah and there's 18 wheelers there sure yeah but it was yeah. it was rush hour yep and, and that's uh, why your phone and I'm, I'm fucked I, I pulled over, I jumped off my bike, I'm running down the street, and I'm just like, oh, fuck me, yeah. you know. And then I, I flagged down a bunch of cars to get them to stop. Get them to stop so you could run out and rescue your flat phone? Yeah, well, the <laughs> phone was face down, so I was like, oh, maybe, There's a maybe, 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 and I picked it up, I'm like, I'm going to the AT&T store. What kind of case was it in? Um, it was in a Pelican case. It was in a Pelican case, really? Yeah. Wow, but a Pelican case can't resist an 18-wheeler. I mean, well, three of them. Three, three of them. them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I have the Otter Box, and I'm not even sure the Otter Box. Um, and I've done some terrible things to this phone. Yeah, I, I picked up it. this Pelican for my new one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's much better. Yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, after getting, I mean, two, three eighteen wheels in a row, man. That there was no way that phone was going to survive. You think that for as many selfies and shit that I take while I'm riding, and I'm totally one handing the phone up in the air at sixty miles an hour, that I would have lost the phone. 15 or 20 times by now. You are. Just like that. 
You but have some mad skills. There. I don't. <laughs> like, that's not where I lose the phone. I lose the phone getting out of my truck. Like, literally getting out of the truck. It's out of my pocket. It's between my, you know, balls or whatever. And I'm looking down at it. I forget it's there. I get out of the truck. Phone takes a gainer. Ah, crack screen or whatever. Since I got this case on it, um, it's been much better, thank God. That's very similar to the case that I had on my Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not looking to yeah. throw it under any 18-wheelers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and don't, I did, don't, don't do that. I did, like, I did switch. So the, my KLR's got the actual RAM mount on it, the X mount, which I do trust. And then on my Zero, I've got that shitty, um, that shitty economy holder, that, that chip clip bullshit uh, that you lost one on. But yeah. at least I've got the rubber Hello Kitty butterfly thing to go behind it and hang on to the phone that way. I just, I mean, I don't know why. It would make perfect sense for me to just have a fishing line, like a high-test fishing line that goes from yonder phone to, like, a wrist strap. A lanyard. A lanyard, exactly. A lanyard would be the right answer for all the high-speed photography. Yeah. It would be definitely the right thing. Or just, I I just keep thinking I'm going to go to some sort of a GoPro. And every two weeks, there's somebody else's competition for a GoPro. That's one step better and a hundred dollars less exp- yeah. expensive, and it's like I know that the second I pull the trigger on a two hundred dollar device, there'll be a nineteen dollar device <laughs> that blows it into the weeds, and it looks oh, like, and it mounts to the helmet correctly or whatever. Yeah. I got that fifty dollar. Yeah, your faux pro. <laughs> yeah, my faux pro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do you use it enough? I I use it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's my problem. Is I don't think like. You know, it's. I, I thought I'd use it a lot more. Unless I was using it every single day as the 24-hour, anytime I'm moving Russian taxi cab camera. Like one of those things that just <laughs> constantly runs, overwrites itself when it gets full, and just perpetually is going. So I would have things like the, the fire that we saw today. Yeah. I would have got that. Because yeah, I was, believe me, I saw the glow and I was like grabbing for my phone to videotape the fire as we drove by. Me too. I, 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 I couldn't get my goddamn camera to come on. I'm like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta get that. I gotta get it's that. It's a new operating system. It you doesn't know. work the same way the old one did. The, uh, it takes longer to get me the phone. I know, it's a bitch. It is a bitch. Now, this phone, you swipe your finger down and yeah. the camera goes on. Right. Well, usually on, on, on these... I'm would, pretty sure the reason that car know. was on fire was Galaxy 7. You would... You would swipe it down. Right, yeah. The, the, Steve, the Steve McQueen GoPro, which is a 97-pound... 10 lens camera hooked up <laughs> literally duct taped you know I had the thought the other day not, wow. not necessarily in our industry yeah but it's in the automotive industry yeah I wonder if anybody uses them okay I hear a noise coming from my right front suspension oh I've thought about do, that do, forever do you, do you think anybody uses yeah, them I just swipe twice it makes sense I've always said man let's you're driving down the right freeway there and focus it on the, the ball joint sorry let's focus right. it on why the not control arm bushings sure. see what why moves why not Put a magnet be a down great there. Idea, I thought. Put a magnet down there. Run it. I mean, we have many. We have diagnostic systems for the motorcycles now. Yeah. The pad system. We can put it on the motorcycle and send you out for a week, mm-hmm. and record everything you do, mm. and come back with a great data, a great data stream of everything you've done. And when the bike made a noise or a hiccup, it shows up right on a, a readout timeline. But I've thought about that forever. I was like, I'm driving down the road. I know that one of my four wheels on my truck is hopping. I know which one. I know that yeah. one of them is, mm-hmm. but I can't figure out which one is. But I know it's one of them. And so, like, I'll be I've on the phone it. with I've Emmy. Put, I've put I put it on record and, and to that. held it out the window yeah. and like look at the yeah. front drivers yeah. and the rear drivers. You really you tried that? I in the '68 uh, oh Ford I had. Oh my god! '68 Ford pickup. That, I did that. That's why you have to have a friend like Shane. So gone because because yeah. Shane can put his feet 
Yeah. On the floor of and your no. car and, and tell you what wheels. Right. Oh, I can't do that. It, it, I have to have Emmy driving next to me at 75 miles an hour and be like, okay, Emmy, I feel the hop. Which wheel's dancing? And she'd you know, tell me left, right, front or back. Yeah. Or whatever. No, Shane will put his feet on, on, on the floor of your, your car and be like, that's good because he's working on the Buick today. He so. must have yeah. directional. <laughs> I saw. I saw that. He must have yeah, directional yeah. feet. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll just sit there and think, and he'll be like, "Your driver's side rear wheel is out of balance." Yeah, yeah. Just just by putting his feet on the floor of your car, you know. Yeah. He's, but he's, he's that guy. I mean, he's yeah. He just knows. Car mechanic. I mean, yeah. he really is a consummate car mechanic. The man is. The man is fantastic. That's why I take I take my car business to him any chance I get. Why well, take my car business to him? I, I mean, I take my car to me. I take my car to me. <laughs> I, I I could work on my own cars, but you know, when you got a friend like Shane, right. why? That's the you know. <laughs> it's true. There's no doubt about it. I hate cars, man. They're big. They're covered in rust. They take up a lot of room. Thing, <coughs> anything that I need to adjust, <coughs> remove, or replace is always covered in rust. And if it's not covered in rust, it's because I put two and a half inches of undercoating on it, which is just as bad. <laughs> or whale, whale oil or whatever you use. Fluid film. Yeah. It's not whale, it's sheep. It smells like sheep. The insides of sheep. It's just what happens when you squeeze a tauntaun. It's just you squeeze a tauntaun, and that's what comes out of a tauntaun, and that's what you spray underneath your car. Because if it kept Luke Skywalker alive, it'll keep the fucking salt off your nuts. Which which is funny you bring that up because <laughs> Shane did write a song uh, called "I Slept in a Tauntaun." I slept in a Tauntaun. <laughs> yes, nice. I slept in a Tauntaun. Yeah, I gotta get the Buick get the Buick ready for winter service because it is gonna be winter here someday. I know it. Yep, I saw tomorrow's gonna be seventy three degrees and sunny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Ah oh, man, bonus day. Bonus day. Saturday at the shop. Saturday too. at the shop. Seventy three degrees and sunny. Today we were busy as. Fuck. Yeah, we're going to be busy yeah. as fuck tomorrow with 73 degrees and sunny. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to work on my boat then. Work on your boat? <laughs> it's, you sold your boat. I thought the boat's gone. No, I have four boats. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I didn't know you had four boats. What the fuck? I only sold one of them. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, wait a second, Steve. <laughs> wait. What did you, so have three boats? you get more than one boat? Do you have three boats left or four boats left? I have three boats left. How many have sails? Two. How many have motors? One. So there's one motorboat and two sailboats. There's nothing resembling How many a dry dock wrapped in aluminum foil. That would be the motorboat. So you have a motorboat and two, two other sailboats. Yes. Jesus Christ. Christmas not allowed Catamaran. to call his sailboat because it's made of a beer cooler. I thought. <laughs> I thought you only had the one boat. No. No, you apparently had four For Steve, boats. one of every one of anything is not enough. One of anything. So you sold the big sailboat. You sold, right. I'm assuming you sold the big sailboat. I sold the big sailboat. Right. So you have not two the one we did the podcast. Left. Yeah, the one we did the podcast. You yeah, sold, sold that one? Yeah, that one's gone. Oh. oh, okay. Okay, and so you got a catamaran. Right. I assume some manner of a Hobie cat. <laughs> yeah. Because that would be what you would own. It's a Hobie 16. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then a, a then I have a, a flying junior. A flying junior. Yeah. You get that at Carl's or at Hardy's? It's actually an international. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's an international flying junior. Yeah, flying junior. Scooty Post in the Olympics. Yeah, those are cool. I yeah, flying junior. Yeah, so that's like junior. the little thing. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> it's got a fourteen feet yeah. long. Yeah, right. But it's got one sail. One sail. One, one sail. No, it's, it's got, got a jib. It's got a jib. Yeah. It's got a jib and a 
Maze. And you usually see like a 14 year old in there. No, these <laughs> are. as fuck. It's, it takes it's a two man boat. Oh, is it two man? You need two oh, people shit. to sail it. Okay. I mean, you can do it yourself, but it's really designed for two people. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but it's small. It's small. Can you pick it up? Yourself, personally, mm. I have as a human being. But, really but I mean, I, but I haven't. I, you can't pick it, the whole thing up. You can pick up junior. one end of it, <laughs> and then winch it up onto the trailer. It's a so. flying junior. Did they make a flying senior? Uh, slow. Yeah, <laughs> it needs a walker. Did they make a flying freshman? <laughs> flying junior, man. Oh my god. They're actually good boats. If you could I'm sure sail a flying boats. junior, you can sail anything. You could sail anything, right? So yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what we see when we see, when we go when we uh, look out to the lake on the nice days, and you see four, twenty of these boats out there. Four twenties. Those little ones. Those and are probably four twenties. They're boat training school. They're they're learning how to sail. Yeah, but they, but right. they usually use. And those are four twenties. I think those are four twenties. No reference to weed whatsoever. No, that's a single <laughs> that's a single person operator type boat. No, that's a two. That's two a two person operator too. as well. He's not giving any clues away here, is he? Fucking hell, man! What clue? Am I I've always twenties. Yeah, hey, okay. it could be. A, I'm going to tell you. A nine sixteen. Who cares? Nine sixteen seven eights. Whatever it takes. Yeah, a roar seven oh sevens or whatever. Fucking hell, man! Two two twenty two twenty one. I don't care. Whatever, whatever it takes. takes. I don't know a goddamn thing about sailboats. I don't want to know a goddamn thing about sailboats. Five, three, Clearly, nine. the second I found fun. out, the second I found out how slow your boat was, I lost all interest. <laughs> I couldn't have been less interested. Yeah, well, motor boat's faster. Whatever, <laughs> I can put a five horsepower motor on a coffin and get where I'm going faster than anything with a sail on. Actually, you couldn't. <laughs> Because your your whole speed, yeah, your whole speed. No, it's because your water line. It's it's all based on that would be a displacement hull, and your length of the water line would be shorter than any one of those other boats. Once it's on a plane, isn't it? Once it's on a plane, I understand the way plane works. That's the difference between no fun and big giggle factor. Hey, we'll we'll employ pontoons. (laughs) <laughs> well, so no, you have a plane. A coffin, on, right. a coffin on pontoons with a five horse motor. And a plane? Yeah, you're what? done. And a plane? What, what are we going to Fantasy <laughs> Island? I'm sorry. We should just steal a plane. <laughs> Skip the whole boat thing. We're stealing a plane. <laughs> with pontoons? We could do that too. I've never pontoons landed a plane still... in the water before. I want to go to Fantasy Island. A <laughs> <laughs> plane. A plane. I'm sure there's no bigger the shit plane show boss. In the world. If somebody gave me a million dollars or it was my only shot at survival. I don't think there's a chance in fucking hell I could land a plane on pontoons. I mean, I could land a plane on dry land, but I can't. I've never. I can't nose even. Nose up. I can't. Well, yeah. yeah, that's all I can think of is nose up and stall. You know, my ultimate get. My ultimate best hope you, would be. You, you could do it. My best hope would be to slam that fucker into the water at about twenty miles an hour, <laughs> dead stall. <laughs> Boom! We're here. <laughs> Everybody pull yourselves out of the sit out. (laughs) Landing is the scariest thing of flying. Especially in a a quartering one. I got blown off the runway one time. I'm going to tell you right now that my entire I got blown off on a runway one time, too. (laughs) And then they kicked you out of the bathroom. (laughs) They said, it's not the Mile Hog Club if we're still on the tarmac. They... uh, I don't think that if I stole the plane right now with as diminished as my skills are from how many years it's been, if we did something that was big enough to hold the five of us, Right now, we went down to Burke. Burke and stole something. There is no chance in hell we would survive at the other end. We would get we would get to where we were going, 
Probably in Nova Scotia. We would make it all the way to the point of impact. Canada. <laughs> and the then, flight was great until they reached the point of impact. And at that point, it got shitty real quick. Uh, I'm going to slow down over Payne the water. Stewart. I'm going to slow down over the water. Just bail and roll. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Lace is out, Dan. Lace is out. How many parachutes do we have? <laughs> no. Ever. Can you, get, can you guys jump? Oh, believe me. I would much rather get out of an airplane. If I'm flying it, you'll know. Because I'll be the first man with a parachute out the door. Because I trust that parachute. <laughs> I do not trust my own ability to land an airplane. <laughs> Parachutes almost always work. A landing in my hands is not even a 2% chance of survival. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, we're going to end up on the ground. No flaps. Yeah. It's guaranteed. Keep it clean. No, no flaps. No Keep flaps. It clean. <laughs> Keep we're going to land at 120. <laughs> Yeah, they landed, and then they landed again, 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 and then they were in the golf course, then they went through the Walmart. That guy went to Walmart, that guy ended up at the golf course. I don't know what happened, he got down to 60 miles an hour, went hard left rudder, and just screwed the thing into the deck. That happened today at one of the airports. Oh, did it really? Yeah, one of the airplanes that went off. Pence went off the... Yeah, Pence went off. What? You know, they said that the plane was going off the edge of the tarmac. And there's something called crushable concrete yeah. that as it went through, it just kind of gave. It slows you down. And, yeah, yeah slowed yeah. the plane down. I thought, yeah. that's freaking awesome. It's a lifesaver, yeah. It absolutely wow. is. Yeah. So that was, wow, and it, boy, that well, had to be a there big was, plane. So there was a Pence. So it had to be at least. His issue, there was another plane that caught fire on the tarmac. Where was this? Uh, I don't know what city, but. At the it's, same airport? No, no, no. Was well, it here in the Midwest? <laughs> I don't know where the fuck these people are. In these, these yeah, days. it's, you'll see it but on so the news. But so his plane. Which I'm sure was His something. plane was fine. I mean, everybody got off it. That's mm-hmm. fine. Another one, every, uh, the people on, on the plane, are they didn't even take off. It was still... Yeah. And one of the engines caught fire, and the whole place started filling with smoke, so everybody had to jump on the little... The slides? Yeah. Oh, get the hell out of there. there were, <laughs> yeah. Tell me that doesn't look like fun. It looks like fun. <laughs> it looks there, like there, there, were, <laughs> there, were, there were three or four injuries, people yeah. on the slides. Well, of course. Ankles, and, yeah. and, and, and some idiot is in the, in the plane, not... Just, Don't break uh, my new phone. But he's in there videotaping people leaving and screaming and stuff like Hell that. Hell yes. Good for me. That, that guy's my spirit animal. <laughs> fire was at yeah. O'Hare. The fire is at that, O'Hare. Is that what it was? Fire yeah. was at O'Hare. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I want to be in this situation where we get to use the slide, but also turn the slide into a flotation device. Because when you're looking, when you're in the airplane and you look at that guide of like how to get out <laughs> the water landing and all that shit, and like that looks like a nice big party barge. So Once that thing's off the side of the plane, you're like, you and 24 of your friends hanging out with beers. Yeah. You know, so the bar. In the, 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 the Hudson, standing on the wing. <laughs> yeah, you want to, to, to push, push the cart out the door. Yes, yes. Don't forget the liquor cart. Push the booze cart out the door, onto the party bar. Well, they, they, they interviewed one of the guys that got off the plane and caught fire. Place. And he said, now 20 seconds before the fire happened, they yeah. had the safety stuff saying if there's a problem... Get out of your seats, leave your luggage behind, and leave go. Leave your shit, yeah. Right. He says, seven people are reaching up to get their bullshit Absolutely. out. Absolutely. That's like, Absolutely. that's when you want Johnny Chrome to say, don't touch it or I'm going to shoot you in the back of the, right. the head. Yeah. Yeah. Leave I'm going to the, be in a little cabin with a stewardess. If we're, going, <laughs> if we're going down, I'm... I know every plane in the world's got a back door, and everybody's running to the middle doors. Uh-huh. Nobody's going to the back. Yeah. So when everybody else is trying to go up the aisle, fuck them, go over the seats. 
because they're clogging up the aisle. They're going to die trying to get out that front door, the medium, medium doors. They all think because they came in the front. Well, there's the to wing doors, the too. Well, no, the, the, the whole programming, why people die in planes, is the lemming philosophy. You can only fit so many assholes through one door. But when they're panicking, they're you can, you can divide that number in half. That's what the, that's what the can of corn said. Yeah. <laughs> my my philosophy has always been if I'm ever going to be in an airplane crash or got to get an, on, out of a bus or out of an airplane everything else because we come in the front doors we think we exit our brain just in a panic mode we forget everything we know and we go to like that's how we got in that's how we get out that's where safety is fuck that you're all lining up in the aisles I'm going over the seats all the way to the back I'm going to exit out the back door you guys are all going to be suffering in there fucking hating life I'm going to be outside drinking all the booze that was in the back area that nobody thought to secure. Take every pocket, little <laughs> bottles. I, I just went to a training in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time I go to any training anywhere, yeah. I get there two hours early, and I pick the seat that's closest to the door. Wow. Wow. True thinking. <laughs> and to the food. Right. All so you have to calculate yeah. out where the food's going to be. Yeah. And Before I sit in my airplane seat. Tri- and, and triangulate. Yeah, yeah and, and so you're the first one out. You get the food the before seat. people sneeze in it. You can see the board without having to move your head too far. Right. And in the summertime, you get <laughs> nice and warm. Right, you get nice warm, and there's no breeze there. So when Sheldon gives us a seat, don't anyone else take it. <laughs> the uh, You go to the bathroom, you come back, and somebody's there. Every time I fucking That's get on an airplane, I take all my shit out of my carry-on bag that I know I'm going to need for the flight. My headphones, my little charger, whatever I need for the comfort of the flight. Earplugs, lozenges, whatever I need. I get it all out of my bags and I put it in my pockets. I always have a jacket that has pockets. I also always wear a jacket, no matter where I'm flying to. Because where you land, it may be nice and warm and nice. But where you crash, it may not be. Or where you experience sudden engine failure. We, On one of my flights to Germany, I got sudden engine failure and we had to land in Newfoundland. Well... When we had left Cleveland, it was like a 75-degree day. We were planning on landing in Germany, where it was like a 75-degree day. But we ended up spending a day and a half or two days in Newfoundland. It's 75 degrees there, too. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you ever been to Newfoundland? Spend, spend a day and a half in Newfoundland. It's like spending a month in Newfoundland. And everybody that got off the plane, nobody had the right stuff. You know? Nobody? Like or everyone, we but didn't you. have we did not have access to our gear, and at the time I was fl- I was flying in flight class A's, you know, because in the military back then, if you flew in class A's, you you know you, you could fly for free, but you had to fly in your class A's. Those were the rules. So I am my class A's. We have I have many pockets, so I had a lot of things on me. And back then they weren't so picky about what you could and couldn't fly with. So I'm wearing you know the equivalent of a green. Businessman suit, for lack of a better term. And what you need. <laughs> but I was also well stocked, you know. And right. And so when they took us out, yeah, they wouldn't let us have, they wouldn't let us get to our luggage because we got deplaned over here because we had a major engine problem. So we got hastily deplaned here, but the the plane and all of our baggage went to yonder service area while they got us a new plane because there was nothing at Gander Airport we could fly out in. So we were there for a day and a half. And it was, you're literally in Gander Airport with what you have on your back. And I'm mm. like, I'm glad I'm one of those people that tends to be a little overprepared. They'll <laughs> <laughs> set up a convenience store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The area around Gander Airport in Newfoundland is not a lot going on. And you've never seen so many amphibious vehicles in your life. Really? Yeah. Because the whole place is like, 
They talk about Michigan, land of a thousand lakes. Well, Newfoundland is like land of a thousand patches of land. There's way more wet than there is dry. Like, I think the Gan- I think Gander Airport might be the biggest part of dry there is in the whole goddamn province or whatever. I mean, it's a big fucking wet mess up there. And we were right in the middle of black fly season. So oh, it's horrible. a bonus. Oh, oh fucking yeah. horrible, man. Oh, well, there's a bar down the street. You can, you'll never get there. Why not? <laughs> black flies. What does that even mean? No, trust me. You're not going to leave the airport. <laughs> yeah. Go out, go out ten feet from the hey, door. And you know what? The, the, the airport has bars. Well, and back then too, if you didn't have a like, because you're in a different country. I hate to say it, but you know, unless your visa specifically said that you were traveling in Canada, you were quarantined to the airport because that's you know. Your, time hates. Well, you yeah, they were, but they weren't <laughs> letting. Yeah. And because I had an army, I had my passport and I had my army ID what a card. Great movie that was. I could leave the airport and wander around. Gander, you know, wander around that part of the, the, the area. But a lot of the people couldn't leave the airport because they had German passport, they didn't have a visa for Canada or whatever their situation was. They had to stay in the fucking airport for, like, damn near two days. Oof. That sucks. That's Oof. no fun. So when you travel, have your shit together, you know? What I don't like is you can't take a knife on the plane. I mean, I mean... The, the, a no the, shit! The two yeah. things that I... These are the two things that I always carry, yeah, no matter what oh, I yeah, do. Yeah. Flashlight, a knife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In case I have to cut myself out of a seatbelt. My daily carry. I can't take my daily carry is the Gerber tool. This is not welcome on any plane anywhere. Yet, this is the one thing that might get us out of a horribly bad situation. Right. <laughs> you know, when that door doesn't open, this can open it. You know, when when that luggage, when that thing that needs to be closed is open. This can close it. Yet it's not much of a weapon. But it is really good in the hands of somebody who knows how to use it. Yeah. We should take that away from him. Yeah, that's exactly it. Fuck, well, man. we're about an hour and 30 in. All right, let's and do we it. Had, let's we wrap it up. All game to watch. Hey, yeah, there we go. All right, game Cleveland three. Right now. Uh, yeah, they're, they're both teams are, both teams are, well, world-renowned losers. Well, you know, we're, we're one <laughs> and this, one. Cubs aren't this year. They're, What's that? Like, yeah. Yeah. When they was the last time the Cubs won anything big, important? 1908. 1908, right? And so when was the last time Cleveland won anything big and important? 1948. 1948. Yeah. 1948, yeah. Wow. So let's Can't figure it out. Yeah. Can't they just tie? Yeah. they just tie? You both get a yeah. trophy. <laughs> <laughs> You're both winners in my book. <laughs> you both suffered for long enough. <laughs> All right, guys, so that's it. We're going to call it. That was our, um, not really necessarily about motorcycles, <laughs> but, you know, it was more about the... Did we even talk about motorcycles? We talked a lot about motorcycles, but <laughs> only in the fictional concept of how would you survive. I'd like to have the listeners send in what they think would be the most. Ooh, that's a great yeah. idea. Ooh. Oh, that is that's a great idea. idea. Okay, in one zombie page apocalypse. or less. Yeah, zombie apocalypse <laughs> motorcycle. you got to tell these people this, because some of the emails yeah. we get are like fucking manifestos um we're, we're gonna cut it off it's at a page, page so page or less you know like a normal page like 500 words double know? spaced yeah no spelling I counts I'd, I'd say make make it like a tweet spelling like 120 counts. 144 characters yeah 144 <laughs> uh but no here's what i'll tell you is give us yeah absolutely give us what you think the world's best Zombie apocalypse or not zombie apocalypse? Just regular old plane apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah. um, apocalypse now. Vehicle. Right, a vehicle um, is your favorite vehicle, and why? And you know, points for brevity. Be succinct. 
Yeah, and we should read them. That would be one thing that we yeah. could read. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Those. We'll read those we'll online. And we get them in. Send them in with a $20 bill. That's right. Do we have any more podcasts that we need to drop? Or are we caught up? Uh, now we're, we're caught up. We got about three. I think I have about three after. Well, we got the up. one that we recorded last week he wasn't here for. Yeah. No, we, we dropped that already. So we got one in the can. Yeah. So I, I think I... Oh, well, we looked at that device last week for like three or four minutes and went, okay, put it on the internet. <laughs> R2. Go. R2, put it on the internet. And R2 didn't put it on the internet. So, uh, yeah. So we'll, Yeah, I we'll think drop, I, I, got, I got about three I got to catch up on. Drop some shit fast. Yeah. yeah. Drop some shit fast. So we'll... Uh, well, you know, we're in our slow season now, so... Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a little more time. Drop some bombs on them, man. Yeah, drop some bombs on them. So they, I, I know every time that's... They're like little birds, man. Every time they... Every time I, every time we have something new to put on our Facebook, let them know there's a new thing. All of a sudden, I get all these emails talking about, well, you know, in episode 136, you said so and so, so and so, but really, it's a so and so, so and so. Okay, I, I, I actually, I, I, I'm not even sure how this fucking dude got my email address, <laughs> but I got an email from a listener. <clears throat> Uh, with a point about one of our podcasts, right. I can't quite remember what it NSA, was. NSA, bro. NSA, bro. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, how the fuck do you have my email he address? Just, he was listening to it on his iPhone, and he said, Siri, I strongly disagree. And she immediately penned a nasty retort to your uh, to your address. I don't know, but I uh, we do get a ton of emails that are like very like you know oh we love your podcast that's great that's cool you know that's cool stuff yeah yeah um, we get a few that are just like you know you were factually factually wrong about this one thing I wanted to call your attention to it in case you didn't know you fucked up and I have an arrow stitch <laughs> <laughs> and I have an arrow stitch <laughs> <laughs> well according to my BMW K series manual <laughs> yeah you were fundamentally wrong in that when. That's not a bad idea. Is if you're going to write a critical in, if you're going to write a critical email, you should always start by my name is Ted and I ride a insert name of motorcycle here because that will usually help me understand how much weight I'm going to put into the email. Who, yeah, who is, who is? Well, honestly, too, if somebody writes like my name is Ted and I ride a zero, oh man, this is going to be painful. <laughs> this is going to be painful. Because I'm telling you, people who own zeros are some hard-hitting nerd motherfuckers, man. My yes. name is John. They are. What? They are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. People in this room I don't want to get an email from. Number one, Steve Hofford. A critical email. Because how am I going to counter a critical email from Steve Hofford? He spent hours emails. researching no. it. That'd be like me going on Wikipedia and going, no, I think you got that wrong. I'm too busy hiding in my bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Counting up your selenoids with your diesel, <laughs> diesel generators. Yeah. Making tinfoil hats. <laughs> See, making tinfoil shade uh, replicas of myself to use as targets. Oh, oh my god, god. We, we need to make Cleveland Moto branded tinfoil hats. I think, though, I think, what, what are we doing the scoot and shoot? Isn't that like next week next or something? Weekend, next yeah. weekend? Yeah. So is, are we doing it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday overnight. That's usually what we do. I don't know. Matt first got a wedding to go to. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Again? That's, that's going to fuck it up. I doubt that my motorhome is going to be You want to ride my motorhome out there? I always sleep in a van down by the river. Uh, I take care of my own. <laughs> I take care of my own, baby. Yep. I got that black van and a mattress inside. I'm good to go. That's it. <laughs> the mattress suspended from the ceiling. Where else is it supposed to be? <laughs> it wouldn't be suspended from the floor. <laughs> Where else would you put it? 
If it's on the floor, you can't put motorcycles in there with it. It has to be suspended from the ceiling. Why does that surprise people? I don't. I still don't understand why that's so weird that you'd see a mattress suspended from the ceiling. Usually, it's handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's more. I think if you're going to just call it for what it is, it's way creepier that the mattress is suspended from the ceiling with ratcheting tie-down straps. Those will come in handy <laughs> once, later. Once you, let, I was going to say, once you let the mattress down, there's the, the ratcheting tie-down straps are still there. Yeah. yeah, when the mattress is on the deck. The ratcheting tie-down strips are all still up at the four corners. Yeah. So if you're going to be gaming, it's going to be game on. Yeah. That's exactly it. And you have to call somebody to get you out of your four-way suspension hold. Just bang on the side of the van. Help me! Help me! All right, guys. And on that, please remember to drive fast and take chances. Play us out! Liza hates when we do this. Liza hates when, when we do this. Liza hates when we do this. We dig you, Liza. Yeah.